This is Cammie. And this is Madeline. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 32. We have a special guest here with us today, Madeline. We sure do. We have Zach Spuckler, who's going to be sharing his insights into Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Everybody's worried about Facebook, but Zach knows about Facebook. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up Communities That Convert and look for the groups, or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Communities That Convert. And be sure to use our secret word, action. Yeah, action. So everyone, this is a part of our series on how to grow and monetize by providing a huge value to your online community. And our guest today, Zach Spuckler from the Heart, Soul and Hustle business, he is excellent at doing that. And I've been following him for a long time. I'm actually part of his private Facebook community. I can tell you that this guy knows his stuff and he will tell you how it is. So I'm really excited. And I think he started and he can talk to us a little bit about that, but really in Periscope and live streaming and all of those places. So he's got a lot to offer and to tell us how to really deal with this whole Facebook thing since it's changing so much. So we're really excited to dive in here with Zach and have him share his insights with us. And we've got some questions here. We're going to start question number one. Why do you like Facebook as a marketing tool? Yeah, I mean... Honestly, Facebook is just one of the best platforms out there right now from both an advertising and a a promotion perspective. And that's really because so many people are there. Like there are just so many people on Facebook. The last time I looked, it was like over a billion people, which is like, you know, it's a, it's a healthy chunk of literally the world population, especially with most people that are listening to this show. You know, the, the demographic on Facebook is still really strong and most people are still using Facebook as a an avenue for building their business, for getting help with their business. But more importantly, they're using it as an avenue to connect. And, you know, you may have heard it before, but I think right now, especially in 2018, it's a time where people are craving more and more connection, you know, from whatever perspective you want, from a business or a personal perspective, people are craving connection. And Facebook has been the the OG, if you will, of connection. And they continue to do a really fantastic job at that, which for us as marketers, like our customers want to connect with people first, product second. And so it just makes it one of the most logical choices out there. Yeah. And, you know, we are talking about communities on this podcast. That's what this podcast is all about, is how to build a community that really is strong. And I know that you're big on community as well. So how do you get people to follow you on Facebook and really start to build that community, especially since it's very difficult to know exactly what's going to hit on Facebook right now? Sure. So I think it's a a twofold question. I think the first thing is like, well, how do you get people to follow you? Like I'm I'm one who's not afraid to say spend a little bit of money on advertising. I think right now, you know, it's it's dirt cheap to advertise on Facebook and you can talk to people 
who have been in the advertising space for years and years. And they'll tell you, even like right now, no bones about it, advertising costs are going up. It's still cheaper than it is anywhere else. Whether you are in e-commerce or you're in lead generation or you're running your own business and you're trying to attract clients, the easiest way to get people to follow you is to be in front of them with a really powerful message. And the easiest way to be in front of them with a really powerful message is to pony up a few bucks and throw it Facebook's way. Now, that being said, there's this other side of things, which is like really engaging and consistent content is going to help you engage with people more. And I don't mean consistent in like, you need to be posting on Facebook five times a day. Honestly, I think if you go to my Facebook page right now, I haven't posted in like a week, but we're always consistently pushing out new content to our email list, to the people around my community inside of my Facebook group, which I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about today. But it's all about, look, if you want people to follow you, you need three things. You need to get in front of them where they are. I think advertising is the easiest way to do that. You need to use engaging content with them. And then you need to be consistently putting new content in front of them so that they continue to connect with you. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And people want to build their following on Facebook and they're trying different methods. I think we've gotten to a point now where Facebook advertising is becoming very important it has to be put into our marketing plan. Organic, unfortunately, I'm all about organic and organic reach just doesn't work anymore. So this is a perfect transition for this next question. How do you get people to convert to a customer from Facebook? That's a great question. So the thing about converting people to a customer is that a lot of people understand that Facebook is this really powerful platform. So if I've got an offer and I put it in front of people, I should be able to get customers. And that's not really how it works. And to be completely honest, it's really never worked that way. Even if you go back to like old school direct response marketing, which I happen to love because it's like the purest form of advertising is people who don't know you, you put an offer in front of them, hopefully they buy. But even old school direct response marketing, if you remember, I mean, even 15, 20 years ago, you would get little letters in the mail that were like, sign up for this free whatever, just pay shipping, right? And once you paid shipping or you signed up for the club, a lot of times when I was growing up, it was like the music clubs, like buy one CD for $2 and then join as a recurring member. When you look at those things, what people are actually doing, and and I think of Facebook as a more refined form of direct response marketing, what we're actually doing is saying, look, first you have to get in front of people with something they care about. Generally speaking in our space, that's free content. That can be your PDF opt-in. That can be your blog post. That can be a webinar. You know, like, let's just have some real talk for a second. If you're driving people right to an opt-in or right to a webinar, it's going to be a little more expensive. It's always been a little more expensive than driving people to a blog post or driving them to a piece of free content that doesn't require an opt-in. But you have to start there by saying, what free, low-cost, or really accessible content do I have that I can put in front of my Facebook audience? And again, if you don't have an audience, What's a a free, low cost or introductory level piece of content that I can advertise on Facebook to get people attracted to me? Once you do that, then you have someone that is no longer an audience member, they're a lead. And I'm totally using marketing lingo now. (laughs) They're no longer an audience member, they're a lead. And the difference between an audience member and a lead is that they've expressed interest in what you have to offer. Once we know they care about what you have to offer, you can follow up with them in a variety of ways. The really hot ones right now are going to be live video. Live video is absolutely fantastic. Facebook is saying it's six times more engaging than video content, and video content is already the most engaging piece of content on Facebook. 
The other way is going to be with standardized email marketing. I'm in camp like, look, email marketing is not dead. It continues to work. Is it as effective as it was in the early 90s when people were just learning what email is? No, but guess what? It still works. So email marketing is going to be really fantastic. And then, of course, your your standardized follow-up sales. So things like a webinar, things like a five-day challenge, things like an email promotion or a sale. If you're in the e-commerce space, these are things like you know a temporary sale where you're discounting your products for the weekend. But all of that happens after you've moved somebody out of the pure audience member into the lead to the point where then you can convert them to a customer. So your question was, how do I get people to convert to a customer from Facebook? Well, I create an experience where they're moving from audience member to qualified lead to putting an offer in front of them to then becoming a customer. It's not quite, oh my gosh, I've got this amazing course. I'm going to throw it on Facebook and I'm going to get rich. I totally wish because then I wouldn't have to do interviews or do anything. I would just sleep all day and post once a day. But there's a little more that goes into it, right? So if you can create that continuity, if you can create that process of moving from someone who's an audience member to somebody who's a lead to somebody who's a customer, that's how you move somebody into your fold as a buyer from Facebook. And that's real quick, great. Real quick question oh. I want to add to that. Sorry, Kimmy. What tools are you using? You know, like we love lead pages. So what oh, yeah. kind of tools yeah. are you using for that? So we're totally using lead pages. Love lead pages. Have been using them for years. We use Infusionsoft as a follow-up software. Infusionsoft is a little advanced. I usually don't recommend it until you've probably got around five to 10,000 contacts and a pretty stable business to invest in. It's very comparable to say like ConvertKit or AWeber in what most of us online marketers will use it for. Um, however, it comes with the price tag of about $300 a month. So I always like to tell people like, that's what I'm using, but I also wasn't using it my first six months. I wasn't on Infusionsoft from day one, I started with AWeber. So I've got lead pages that really helps me capture leads. And then I've got an autoresponder that helps me follow up with my leads via email. That's awesome. perfect. And we use ConvertKit, or at least I yeah, do love um, most of the time. Yeah, it's great. It's a great piece of software that, you know, wasn't really available even, no. you know, a couple of years ago. So it's great. So one of the things we, and you just kind of went through a bunch of features that you're using on Facebook already. I know you're using groups. So I do want you to talk about your group a little bit sure. here in this next question, but how are you using the various features of Facebook to really nurture the leads that you are getting or the people that the community that you are building? Yeah. So there's, there's really two primary ways that we're, we're using features on Facebook. And the first one is we take really compelling content and we pay to put it in front of our audience. And I think that this is just a mindset shift that it's, frustrating to the newer marketer to be like, well, if I got somebody to like my page, why am I paying to be in front of them? But it comes back to what we were just talking about. Like, well, because being in front of them is what starts the process of turning them into a buyer. And I don't know about you guys, but I love Starbucks. And unfortunately, if people aren't buying, I don't get, you know, my, my favorite drink at Starbucks. So I have to have a business that pays me, not just a business that has a ton of likes or gets me exposure. So Anytime we put a really compelling piece of content or a piece of content that's tied into a larger strategy, for example, we record a podcast, it's got a content upgrade, and that's designed to get us new leads. Well, I'm not just going to throw the podcast on my Facebook page and hope that it reaches my audience organically. I'm going to throw it on my page. I'm going to let some people engage with it organically, but then I'm also going to pay Facebook uh, maybe 50 bucks to 100 bucks. I have an audience of about 20,000 on my page for reference. So if you have a smaller audience, you could start with like five to $10, but I'm going to spend that money to literally push that 
podcast out in front of my existing audience. What that does is it nurtures people. It gets people caring about my content. And more importantly, it creates what we call the exposure effect. And the exposure effect is a psychology term that basically means the more somebody sees you, the more they trust you. And it's a really fascinating concept. I highly encourage you to look into it because it does not matter where, how, or in what context people see you. They will inherently trust you more just for seeing you. And without getting too political, this is one of the ways that, you know, the current president won the election. And and this is something that people have talked about is just being everywhere. He got, I don't remember the exact number, but I love to share it because he got millions, if not a billion dollars in essentially free advertising by just being on the news. Not good news, not great news. We don't have to harbor on what side you are, but there's no denying that he's great at getting in front of the press and it just creates exposure. You can do the same thing with your business. Now, lucky for us, we're not in politics. Most of us have very pure intentions through and through, but we can use that same strategy of, look, the more people see you, the more they care. So your question of like, how do I nurture people? I make sure they're seeing my content because if they're seeing quality content and they're seeing it on a consistent basis, they'll trust me more. And lucky for me, not in politics, and I've got great products, I like to think. So I'm doing it from a good place with good intention, and that creates more trust. Second thing is I do have a Facebook community, and I think Facebook communities have definitely changed over the past you know, one to two years. It's really funny because people are like, I love your Facebook group. I love your Facebook group. And, and we feel like it's a really quiet, closed community that there are days where I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't even know if this is making a dent. But anytime somebody joins our community by joining our email list, we invite them to join our Facebook group. And so over time, we're just always influxing new people. And so what we've learned is that just by bringing new people into this private community, which is a Facebook group, just by bringing them into the private group, they're more likely to care about our content. They're more likely to be the people that become buyers or join our webinars or engage with our content. And so what we're really doing is building a hub where people who care about us, care about our content can come and engage. And it's just a really powerful tool that we use. And then when I have a really great podcast where I need to, before I run an advertisement, get some organic engagement or just get people engaging, I can drop it into my Facebook group. You know, it's not going to go viral overnight. That doesn't really happen, but it is going to get some engagement and some shares, which I can then boost out to my existing audience. So we've kind of got this twofold strategy, which is about getting in front of people, but also creating a space for the people that want to have a space that they can engage and interact with us. Love that. Yeah. I love when you were talking about, you know, consistently being seen on your social media, especially on Facebook. I'm a big fan of that. been doing that for many years. And and you're so right that it doesn't necessarily mean what the content is, but just being highly visible. And that has always worked very well for me. Loved what you're saying about Facebook groups. We have a Facebook group for this podcast and it's really our super fans, you know, the people that really care about what we're saying, what we're doing. And Kimmy and I just love that. Now, let's switch gears a little bit. There's a really hot topic right now, as everybody knows, when it comes to Facebook, how are you handling these new changes with the Facebook algorithm as far as reaching your community? Totally. So a lot of people are kind of freaking out about the new algorithm, but the reality is I don't think it's anything to stress about. You know, if you've been using Facebook in the last two to three years, you've already seen a downtick in organic engagement. And so it's kind of like, this is something that we've been seeing coming for a while. For those that don't know, and and just to kind of spell it out in plain English, 
Facebook is basically coming right out and saying like, look, organic engagement is going to be lower for brands and pages. Okay, that's totally fine. The reality is it's not going away. And I highly recommend if you haven't already, you can go look it up on their site, actually read the press release. I did a podcast where I actually went through the press release and Facebook is saying things not like, oh, read between the lines. Like, what does Facebook really mean? Like, they are outright saying engaging posts will get more reach. And by the way, live video is six times more engaging content. That's Facebook's way of saying do more live video because that's what we want on our platform. They're saying things like brands that create real engagement will see less of an impact on their organic reach than brands that don't. So we're seeing these pages that foster fake engagement, which they call engagement baiting, which is like, click like if you agree or share this post with a friend that needs to see it. This blatant engagement baiting, baiting engagement from your audience, it's not going to work anymore. What that means for us is really, in my opinion, a threefold strategy. Number one, leveraging live video. This is something that I kind of started my brand on and moved away from because we didn't need it as much. And it's, it's a very high demand activity in your business. And what I mean by that is if I'm doing a live video, there's nothing else I can be doing at that time. It requires all of my creative time and attention. So it's got to be focused and it's got to be, it's got to be targeted to your audience. But that's the first thing. If Facebook is telling us they want live video, bringing live video into your strategy is going to be vital. The second thing is content that engages. What that means is not everything you put out can be a link. You have to ask questions. You have to engage with people. You have to share. What we're finding is is working relatively well for us is sometimes I'll ask a question on Instagram and share it over to Facebook. If you don't know, Facebook and Instagram are owned by the same company, parent company of Facebook. So they tend to like when you use those internal features. We're sharing content that's not like go buy my course. It's like, hey, look at this cool trip I took or you know, I'm, I'm in bed today. I'm, I'm working from bed today. Like, are, do you like working from bed? Like little things like that, where it's not all about what we sell or what we teach. It's about who we are as a person and how we foster that engagement. And then finally leveraging advertising, because if Facebook is saying in plain English, you're not going to reach as many people for free. Well, then if we want to reach the same amount of people, we should be willing to pay. Um, and I've always said like, look, you do not need to go crazy spending money on advertising. I think People hear this and they're like, this is just Facebook's way of making more money. And my response to all of that is always like, and what if it is? Like, isn't that what we're doing here? Like, aren't we trying to make more money? Like, yes, Facebook is a company. Yes, they care about profitability. So we have to play by their game, whether we like their reasoning, their end game, their press release, their statements or not. You know, in their their press release, they were saying something or Mark Zuckerberg said something along the lines of, you know, we're doing this to get more people engaging with people and friends and the the people that brought them to Facebook. And I watched so many people who are like, that's such a cop out because what Mark Zuckerberg is really doing is trying to make more money, right? And I don't like to get caught up in the semantics of this, that, or the other. What I want to say is who cares? Because no matter how much you speculate about why the algorithm is changing or how the algorithm is changing or what it means for you, at the end of the day, it's changing with or without you. Facebook is not a democracy. It's a business. And so we have to play by their game. So my, there's kind of like this fourth point to the strategy, which is realize that you are using Facebook. You are, I don't want to say like a pawn, but you are, you are forced to play their game. Okay. So you have to play their game. So live video, engaging content, leveraging advertising, and realizing that no matter how frustrated or upset you get, you can't change the game because Facebook holds all the pieces. 
Absolutely. That is exactly right. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, this is something that I totally agree with you on. And I have for a long time because we are really using their platform. So we do need to, again, email. That's why email is still so important, especially engaging really good email, which we do have a bunch of podcast episodes about that. So we won't get into that too deeply. And we will share your episode on the change in the algorithm because it goes a little deeper than this. And I listened to the whole thing and it was brilliant. So I will say we'll we'll share that in the show notes. So make sure you come to the show notes and definitely click on that link and listen to that. And along with that, I also want to give you a chance to talk a little bit about the things you're doing right now. I was talking at the beginning about being in your marketing playbook, your monthly marketing playbook group and sort of how that's working. That was a really cool idea that you came up with to really monetize your community, which we talk about on this podcast, you know, how do you monetize a community and and really give them direction because I mean when people are paying, they're playing, right? They're they're yes. engaged. They're much more engaged. So I'd like to know how that's working. Do you see more engagement through that? And then also, is there anything else that you're doing right now that we need to know about? Sure. Well, the monthly marketing playbook is is really fun. And it's a, a monetized community, like you said, where basically it's $27 a month and we have a private Facebook community. And every month we release a marketing playbook designed to generate more leads or sales in your business. So it's about usually about a 20 page PDF and a 20 to 25 minute video that goes with it. Sometimes a little longer PDF, sometimes a little shorter video. But the cool thing is exactly what you were saying. It's an, it's a, one of our highest engaged Facebook groups. What we find is like exactly what you were saying. When people pay, they play. So we created this because number one, for me, I wanted a membership model in my business. But number two, we've seen the changes in Facebook. And I know that if I want a really engaged community that's going to talk to me, getting people to pay to be in that community was going to be huge. And I think you've seen this firsthand is like compared to our big Facebook group, we get some engagement, we get some action, but in the private community, I can be like, what should we talk about this month? And I get dozens of responses. We've got about 330 people in there right now. I want to say, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head. We just launched it at the end of December, but we found that by using that community, we get really cool results for people, which is always a big plus, but that we have this really highly engaged community. I will just plug that. So if, if it sounds of interest to you, you can head over to uh, monthlyplaybook.com and get yourself on the wait list for when we reopen. But yeah, it's just this really awesome community that we love. And it's exactly what you were saying. It's this premium community that fosters engagement and connection coupled with really simple and tactical action steps designed to generate more lead sales and growth in your business. Right. And I really love what you do there too, because you have your playbook. And at the end you say, Hey, did anybody do the playbook this month? And what results did you get? And then boom, you have like really great testimonials that you can take right out of the group right there. I mean, it's brilliant. I was, I've been, you know, a student. (laughs) I I mean, even if I do no playbooks, just watching how you're running the group has been of great access to me. I mean, it's been great for me to see exactly how that, that goes. So I love that. So I really highly recommend that you guys do that when it opens back up. Make sure you get on the list. It's not super expensive, really. It's less than going out to dinner. I mean, it's really quite worth like the investment I've found so far. So yeah, that's really great. That's why, you know, I wanted you on the show. So anyway, that's awesome. So we love that. That's a great thing you're doing. You also have some Facebook advertising stuff that you do as well, right? You teach people how to do that. Are you yeah. Doing that right now? Yeah, we do. So we actually have and I'm going to have to double check the link in the background because I'm always making these little short links. I don't know if anybody else is like that, but we do have a free five-day mini course on Facebook ads. So if you go to heartsoulhustle.com forward slash FB ads, um, we've got this free little five-day mini course that walks you through how to write an ad, 
how to target an ad, how to create a really simple image, and essentially get your first ads up and running to build your email list. So if you were listening to this, I hope you heard the subtext of like, it's not just about your Facebook, it's also about your email list and engaging with the community beyond the four walls of Facebook. You can check that out. It's a free mini course. No bones about it. It leads to my uh, full-blown Facebook ads program. So heads up, you join that, you will go through an email sequence and you will get sold to. But I like to give that disclaimer because it's exactly what we were just talking about on the show. So if you want to see that in action, you can you can see it in action there. Well, that That's sounds great. like highly valuable information that you are giving away uh, for free through through that program. So thank you for sharing that with us. What sure. are the best ways for people to get in touch with you? Yeah, the best way is to head over to heartsoulhustle.com. We've got a contact form there. And uh, I'll be totally honest, I can't be in charge of my own inbox. So my team will watch it and they'll uh, let me know when the good stuff comes through. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. I'm so glad that Cami invited you to this. She said so many great things about you. So this has been wonderful having you be part of our podcast today and sharing your greatness with our community. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute blast. Awesome. So everybody, you know that we like our calls to action and we have a call to action for you today too. And our call to action is for you to head over to Zach's page to get that Facebook ads training. It's free and you'll be able to start running ads on Facebook right away. And it is important for all of us to learn how to do that and to cut the resistance. That's what we're going to need on Facebook. So um, that would be number one. And number two, Madeline, you also have a, a really cool course that you're doing right now. I don't know if it's open still, but really for women who want to uh, get on live Facebook streaming a little bit more often. Could you talk well, about that? I'm a huge fan of live video. I've been doing live streaming video. Actually, you know, it's funny with Facebook, how the on this day that we see every day when we log in, I keep getting the little pop ups from 2010 when I was doing live streams on Ustream. I was huge with that in the music business. I was live streaming events all the time when it was a new thing. But I'm just a big fan of live streaming video and just doing video in our marketing. So it's closed right now. I'm doing a small group, a pilot course called Video Like a Rockstar is for women, for female entrepreneurs that want to step it up, move the needle to start using video and live streaming video in their marketing. And Facebook has been very clear, like Zach was saying, that live streaming is something you really need to start embracing. But you can go to my website, MadelineSclar.com and get on the wait list. We will be doing it again. I'm really excited. Thanks, Kimmy, for bringing that up. No worries. All right. Thanks, guys. We will see you next week. Yeah. And thanks, Zach, for being here. Hey, this is Madeline. And I want to let you know you can connect with us on our website at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cammie. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Communities That Convert.